hang on a minute. What are we even talking about today? Oh, honey, we're giving the people what they want. back to the sex den everyone it is episode three which is also exciting because the numbers of the podcast have been so significant wow three now it's seven twenty one twenty one which i absolutely love this is also exactly two years after i met michael <gasps> i know oh my gosh anyway welcome back to the sex den we are so excited to have our wolf pack with us we are recording together today and that just makes our hearts absolutely smile. <laughs> well, our hearts are smiling and so are our, our faces. Our hearts are smiling and so are our faces. Yeah. Instead of plugging at the end, I'm going to plug right now, shamelessly. Okay. Rate us five stars. Give us a comment. We love to hear from our wolf pack. Please comment, review, send us messages, anything. We love to hear feedback. Follow our personal Instagrams, our Instagram for the podcast, at the Sex Den Podcast, and we would love to talk with you. Yeah. We're going to do it. Want. Today is going to be very exciting. Yeah, it is. We've gone on self-love journeys now, both of us, individually in different ways. This week has been a self-love journey, so not only are we going to be talking about self-love journeys, but our weekly update also includes such. <laughs> such, hence, and so forth. Such, hence, and so forth. So grab your coffees, strap <gasps> in, and welcome to episode three. Ow, ow, ow! <laughs> Should we talk about the fact that our ice is melted because we are in Tulum in Mexico right now. We are in Tulum. And it is hot as fuck here. Mm-hmm. And I don't even care, dude. I actually like the sweat dripping down my titties. I was thinking about this as I was in the bathroom getting ready for this episode mm-hmm. is that I have been sweating bullets all yeah. day and I'm not showering. No, I'm not either. <laughs> I actually love it. Like it feels I clean though. It's because we're not dirty, right? It's yeah. like it's nice to it feels like a little purge every day. Like you just get to uh-huh. go outside and you have this sweaty experience yeah. and then you come in and it's just kind of fine. Yeah. AC doesn't exist other than in the Airbnb. So you're eating outside, sweating and getting eaten by mosquitoes, but it it's the most beautiful experience. <laughs> and have you noticed that every single meal we've had, we've said this is the best XYZ I've ever had. Like yeah. this is the best burger I've ever had. These are the best vegan. Croissant. 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 <laughs> These are the best. This is the croissant. Yeah, the croissant is. It's muy bueno. Okay, I'll say something about what we've been doing, though, which I'm really loving. I think you were doing it with your friends maybe this trip, and mm. now we started doing this. Before we get our food, just saying a little blessing over the food. Gratitude. Or a gratitude, thankfulness, whatever you are religiously, spiritually, but honestly, I I was so averse to saying grace my whole life, maybe because I just, I I was so adverse to the actual organized religion that had practiced it, but I didn't realize that that itself, it does make the meal more enjoyable. You feel like you've honored whatever food is on your plate and now you're you're putting it into your body and it already has love on it. (laughs) I know. I've been loving that. And isn't it so interesting? I mean, luckily this is our topic today. We're talking about self-love journeys. But Mm -hmm. in mine, I have become like 
religious in certain ways. Yeah. I, I mean, I know that spiritual is the more correct term, but I want it to be like, it is a faithful, like yeah. I feel faithful to the universe and uh-huh. like in surrender to the universe and to all that is. And so that experience, just saying thank you to my food, why would I not say that? I say thank you to my I dog. Know. I say thank you to you. I say thank you like to my body and to the gym and like all of these yeah. things. So of course, like thank you to my fucking my coffee. coffee for waking my ass up. Like thank Something you. It's literally something you do every single day and you just are I was thinking today when we were doing the blessing on our food like my typical food eating experience which is like Michael and I are rushing to get the fun into our bowls we're yeah. eating it quickly you know at the table watching something or like laughing talking whatever but my solo experience is like I'm making it in the kitchen and I'm Eating it like right over the sink. You're housing it before you're even sitting down. I'm housing the food. Yeah, and I I can't wait to keep that keep that going in my personal life. I really am gonna try to do it every time. Me too. I think it's just necessary. I mean, think about when we were kids. If we had sat down at the table with Grandma and Jiddu, there's no way that we would have not said. You and just then immediately was, start eating. I mean, that's why I guess big meals will do like a cheers. Yeah, cheers. And when somebody makes a little speech, it's kind of the same thing, you know, like thank you so much for this beautiful meal. So yeah. I'm so eating every it every time. single time. Yeah, me too. I love it. Yeah. I'm so glad that that, that, that happened. I know. Because it feels really good. So you've been in Tulum for two weeks now. I've been in Tulum for... Right? No, I've been in Tulum for a week and a half. days. That's right. Yeah, okay. I got here last Monday. But it feels like it's been... Um, Two months. I mean, mm-hmm. honest to God, it's been absolutely wild. Yeah. And in the best way. So, I mean, I've, I haven't talked a lot about my psychedelic journey, but it's been, I have come, become very aware of my power in my body and in my, in my actual powers. Like, I identify as a witch and like a yeah. wicca witch, you know, like, mm-hmm. Not black magic, nothing like that, but I've always felt that way. I've always identified as that. Yeah. And so now the way that I've always felt is starting to become very, very real to me. Like working with energy, helping people unleash energy that's bottled up inside. And yeah. Surrounding yourself with other very powerful beings other powerful beings really and honoring their journey and just it's so cool to me the more I learn about myself and the more I love myself the more I'm able to see the light and the love in other people and like see what their unique powers are so I'm not in comparison it's just I'm in honor of them yeah and like it's so cool I think this is really important to say as well is growing up our thought of witches is you know these they're pulling things with their mind or like you know wishing bad yeah casting spells wishing badly on people so sometimes when people say like yeah I'm a witch it's kind of like okay I roll right but when you start to realize it's it's more than that. It, it, it's so much deeper than that. It's yeah. someone being able to read, you know, your energy or connect with you on a level where they're seeing your pain or feeling your pain inside their own body. I mean, that is magic. It's magic. It is magic. And it's also good to say that, like you were saying, not everyone has the same gifts. Everyone has very unique gifts. It was great meeting your friends and getting to see people's gifts even just in a conversation I was having with them the first night. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're all at dinner essentially talking about what we offer. Right. It's what we offer. And but some... it wasn't, it wasn't even meant, to, we didn't even mean to do it. Right. It, we, 
it's like I just started talking to a person and then all of a sudden I would be able to see them deeply and what what they're offering as their gift. What they're offering. Yeah, and it's it's cool because you see these really powerful women who have built these massive businesses and who have contributed so much to the world and to feminism and to all of this stuff and in a former version of me I was super nervous about not being enough to show up to that crowd or not being yeah. you know like oh no I'm not making that much money or I'm not blah 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 yeah. and so now showing up in that space it's like wow okay this is what I offer you know Bianca can create a social media account and it grows to 40,000 followers in yes. two days. Uh, Amanda launches a product and it, it's immediately a wild success. You know, yeah. John has storytelling. It's like all of these people doing these amazing things. And my thing is I feel very connected with rebirth and with birth and like my womb and that womanly feminine, mm-hmm. but also the balance of masculine. I'm very balanced in that way. And yeah. So, it's a gift. It's a gift, and that has been what I bring to the table. Yeah. And also, it's been extremely healing for me. And just speaking about Tulum, I find it important, and I think it's a cool part of the story, is that exactly nine months ago, exactly yeah. nine months, hello, I was here with mom. Yeah. And I brought her here on a healing journey. I didn't even realize. I had just done Bufo, or if you're not familiar with that, 5-MeO DMT for the first time. And it really sent me on this psychedelic journey mm-hmm. again and again and again. These powerful oh. experiences. <laughs> these powerful, <laughs> powerful experiences. And so uh, it feels like this really wrapped up. Yeah. This trip wrapped up that nine-month cycle. And yeah. Know, we can talk about it a little bit more in graphic detail about the things that happened, but yeah. Anyway, so it's been a it's been a beautiful, beautiful ten days for me. Yeah, it's been so wonderful. I mean, it's just it's important for us to dive deeply into our week. Lauren and I were just talking about this. Lauren's work and her life are symbiotic, mm-hmm. in a balance. So yeah. we give the week long weekly updates, but we love them. <laughs> we love them because it's not, I don't have a separation. It's not like I'm like, okay, in my regular life, this yes. happened. And then in my work life or in sex coaching, this happened. It's like, no, actually what happened was I went through this amazing process this week and decided that now's the time to launch my group coaching. Yep. So I'm super stoked about that. And by the way, if you're listening <laughs> to this and that's something that resonates with you, you can now join my wait list and it's mm-hmm. gonna, it's called the Power Pack Group Coaching Experience and it's the first one I've ever offered. I'm so stoked about it. But but that's what I'm talking about is it's like that happened in tandem with me going through massive growth this week. Yep. And it aligns with your self-love journey. Yes. Yeah. It's all one for me. I'm starting to fall into that same scenario. Right. Yeah. I mean, this week was – I'm taking my first two-week trip, which is a solo trip – never taken a trip away from Michael that wasn't a business trip. And I've also never gone on just a vacation just kind of out of the blue. Right. It's always been a very planned thing for me. This was kind of like, yeah, I think I want to go also to Tulum. Right. So I did five days with my dad in Florida, and now I've been here for two days. Two and a half days. (laughs) It feels like I have been here (laughs) for years. Well, that's because we did a vortex. It, it, number one, it, is a vortex. <laughs> and I'm realizing I, I've been very averse to uh, psychedelics recently and not before. I've had some great experiences on it. And then I kind of had an experience where I, I wanted to just stop doing them altogether. And I told Lauren when I got here, okay, I, 
of course I know about Bufo and 5 MeODMT, and I, I know that this is a sacred place for that. But I was like, no, I'm just, you know, I'm just not feeling it. I don't want to do drugs. If I'm called to it, I'm going to do it. And today, just by the grace of the universe, we <laughs> met the two most incredible people at breakfast, and they shared their experience with me, and now I'm going to do it. Gonna I'm going to do, do it tomorrow. We're doing it tomorrow. So my our next episode is going to be an update with my first 5-MeO-DMT experience. Yes. Yeah. That has to happen. I I literally can't wait. Before I was really <laughs> nervous about it, and now it's like I, I want to cry every single time. <laughs> well, get ready. And yeah. I'm not even – I haven't even gone under yet. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> so excited. <laughs> it's really great. And I'm excited to be able to share that journey with you and just to be able to share – that common language because it is like when you start to unravel consciousness in your own body mm -hmm. you I, I want to talk about it you want to be there yeah. all the time and for each other's person yes and so it's really exciting for me to know that not only do you want to go there but mm -hmm. that we'll have that shared conversation the yeah. language around it yeah you know what I, I think last I can't remember when we sort of touched on it but my also not wanting to do it a little bit was because I, I'm working through a codependency issue mm -hmm. in relationships. Okay. I, my This is my first solo trip, like I said, and going and like doing something fun without my partner, which mm -hmm. is a very uncomfortable experience for me. But this trip has pushed me out of that comfort zone and it's, it's actually making me really happy. I know Michael and I will be even stronger because I'm taking time for myself but I can really see where the fear comes in that when people go on a self-love journey, they can lose people around them. I mean, I have had thoughts of like, will I connect with people the same? You know, and chances are yes. Like you can figure out how to integrate people, but your feelings and thoughts may change. Mm -hmm. And I can, especially if people aren't secure in relationships, mm -hmm. to go on that kind of journey, it's just like, you never know what to expect, and I can see how fear could take someone over and, and them not want to explore themselves. Yeah. Which I've never resonated with that before. I always would think like, well, if they're meant for you, they're just going to stick with you. If not, you kind of separate. But then it's like when I'm about to go through a, a deep experience like that, it's like, wow, no, it, it does feel a little bit scary, and it's like a little bit of resistance. Mm -hmm. And my partner is – so he he just shouted out on the phone today you should do it yeah <laughs> before I even told him you know he's like so, so excited but yeah. for partners who are not wanting you to grow in that way I, I just can't even imagine but it, how that's that would a feel. real thing and it I think, is okay so we can even take away any type of a psychedelic or any type of healing journey like that and just even look at like going on a trip by yourself or doing mm -hmm. something that's expansive in general. Yeah. If you are in a situation where you're not living in your truth or saying the way, like if your heart is burning and you have like this desire that you're not following in other ways, it can be really, you're right, it can be really scary to step out and say, okay, I'm going to try something new because yeah. it might and probably will cause a ripple effect for you to address yeah. the other things in your life that don't feel aligned. Yeah. And so that was what happened for me is that I had that massive experience with with Bufo and then it was nine months of unpacking other shit that was <laughs> that I didn't even know I needed to heal from, right? It was like no fucking joke. Just one thing after another, after another, after another. It's like 
girl, you thought you had an ego death. You thought, yeah, you know, for for those of you, I mentioned ego death a couple of times on yes. my on my Explain Instagram, this. and mm-hmm. an ego death can be different for everybody. But it's mm-hmm. kind of like so your ego is that thing inside of you that uh, wants you to act. Man, I actually don't even I don't know if I feel qualified to talk about this yet. Okay. Um, but basically, like an ego is that thing inside of you where you know it's asking you to do things or having you see the world in a way that doesn't feel aligned with your heart or your intuition. So, for example, when you go out and you, let's say you're walking down the street and you're judging other people for what they're wearing. Right? Like you're saying, oh, that person shouldn't be wearing that or that person shouldn't be wearing that. That's your ego saying that the way you live your life is better than that person. Yes. So that's a small example of an ego. But it can come up in so many different ways. Mm -hmm. Like for me, my ego was extremely selfish. Like I would be very, it just came up in so many ways. I I can't even describe it. In my time, in my space, in my relationships, Mm -hmm. in uh, even when mom would make us food, right? And I would want to take the bigger plate. So I'd be looking at like, yes. which plate is better because I want that one. It's not even just yeah. selfish, it's my ego. It's like me saying, me, 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 I, my, 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 my. Yeah. And so an ego death for me looked like that dissolving. Yeah. That piece of me that was better than other people, that wanted the good one, that uh, wore all the right things, that knew all the answers. It was a teacher instead of a student. Yes. So my ego death looked like literally being humbled the fuck up. Yeah. On my knees, crying, (laughs) praying. Yes. Like, please, dear God, help me because my body can't take this anymore. Oh yeah. So for me it's huge and that's what we wanted to talk about today too yeah. is just that everybody's self-love journey looks yeah. different and everybody's expansion looks different. Mine was really huge and like um expressive Very. because because that's, that's who, who you are. I am. That's yeah. who I am. That's who you are. And also my ego, I say this now, was just as big as my power is. Right? Yes. So I had to crumble this down, but it took me nine grueling motherfucking months. <laughs> yes. Like, it was grueling. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't have kids. I don't have a spouse. Yep. I don't have a job that I'm going to every day. So I had that room to kind of massage. And take your time to explore. Ugh. Yeah, the reason... So we're already kind of getting into how, how journeys are different. Right. Um, the reason I thought of this topic this week, and it was because I am going through a self-love journey that I didn't even think I was going to go through. I thought me quitting my 9 to 5 job was my self-love journey and it was like perfect. I started my own businesses and now I'm going to be great, you know? And I just realized like, nope. I have trauma that I haven't healed from and I am still realizing what I'm bringing to the world. And these are all things that I'm doing through self-love and aligning with that concept was me thinking, oh no, am I going to need to do, you know, all these psychedelic experiences, go through nine months. I was starting to get like anxiety about the Mm self-love journey. And so I think it's really important for us this week to talk about Every individual journey is different. Mm -hmm. And this is something I even realized through social media. Like some people, some people will just post, you know, in a face mask, getting a pedicure and say, 
I love my self-love experience, you know, my, my self-love journey. And then they're like, I feel so refreshed. What do you do as your self-love journey? And I'm thinking like, <laughs> um, cry, can't get out of bed, yeah. <laughs> take psychedelics. Like, it looks a lot fucking different yeah. than you getting a pedicure and a massage. Yeah. And so it's like... <laughs> I mean, I honor other people's self-love journeys so much, but it is really important to recognize you may need to be, like, purging vomiting. Yeah, like, you might, like, A self- pedicure is not going to cut it, Susan. Yeah. You have, you have a lot of fucking work to do. Yeah, it's like, Susan. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, so I wanted to share something along those lines. So, um... My friend Nima and I were having a conversation this while we were just in yeah. uh, here in Austin and also here in Tulum. And, you know, we were just talking about the rawness of it. And I said, I, if I had no idea how ugly my self-love journey was going to yes. be. It wasn't these like rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to go get a massage. It was literally like me pulverizing my soul. Like if you imagine just a heart and just Burning. Like, ah, yeah, yeah. It was like, like ah. <laughs> just like squirting and contracting. Squirting, contracting. My uterus is cramping up like... Is when I'm saying this stuff, good. it sounds like a joke. Like it does. If you have never experienced this kind of thing before, but imagine, so the people that I will resonate with will be different than the ones you do because yes. our journeys will be different. So, um, for example, today when we were having that conversation with the husband and the wife, I was resonating with the husband, right? He's like, I was so angry and I had these explosions. And the wife is like, I had anxiety and now I no longer do. And I'm feeling so much better. Yeah. And I, I met my higher self and you resonated with her and yes. I resonated with him. Yes. So um, when I'm talking about this stuff, I'm actually not kidding. Like, it sounds like I'm joking. Yeah. If you've never heard of this kind of thing before, <laughs> if you're like, what does she mean? She's being pulverized. I actually mean laying on the floor begging for, for begging help. for mercy. <laughs> yeah, like, I actually mean it and not in a scary way. No. Although maybe it would be scary if my neighbor saw me or something. It, but like it sounds scary thinking of a typical person doing it. But okay, so if you're resonating with me at all right now, it's it's imagine that that like burning in your chest if you know you need to do something and you haven't done it. So if you know you have something to heal from, a, a specific trauma, mm-hmm. a childhood experience, a relationship that's no longer serving you that you know you need to get out of, and there's that, like, that it feels like a swirling, burning, circling in your chest. Yes. Like, your, your ribs are kind of not, you know, big enough, and, you're like, your heart is feeling like it's going to come out, or it's boiling up in your throat, and you think at any minute it's just going to fly out of your mouth. Yes. I'm talking about that. Imagine, yeah. imagine addressing that. And going 100% full force at addressing that. You're giving, in that moment, your body's giving everything to address that thing. Yes. So it's full surrender. It is a full, yes. And full surrender. Full vulnerability. I can't wait because I struggle with vulnerability. So I've recently connected that it is, for me, I was not always this way. And it flipped when I went through a traumatic experience in high school where vulnerability really became super painful for me. Mm. And so it's things that I've tried to get through. And who knows? I may go under and do 5-MEO and that experience may not even come up. Might not. I'm having no expectation of addressing that. And maybe if I do it again in the future, it, it will come up then. But 
I am excited because I do hope I hope the vulnerability aspect, which I think just going under in and of itself is helping because for me to think of like maybe throwing up or like maybe writhing in pain, maybe screaming or crying, that vulnerability to me gives me a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So even just me committing to, to doing this is already a part of my journey. It's like, okay, I'm facing my fear of anxiety, vulnerability, all these things, and just, I'm going to commit. Right. And so no matter what the outcome happens, I'm already proud because it's like, this is part, this is part of it. Yeah. This is part of it I never knew I needed. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I'm so excited. It's so beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I can't That is (laughs) Yes. It reminds me of Michael. Her husband will just get so, like, passionate and it, I just love watching him get like that when he goes oh my god and it's just like oh you can just feel it from his anus to his freaking crown chakra it's like yeah oh my god oh my god it's so I know good. So I'm missing that kid me too I can't wait to squeeze him yeah Michael <laughs> Um, I think another thing, so I was talking with Kimmy about this because okay. we were talking about how my journey is different. She's been watching us going through our, Kimmy is our stepmom mm-hmm. and we talk about her. She's a high priestess. She is a powerful woman. She is like yep. <laughs> seriously something special and we yes. are, we have recognized early enough to realize what we have in her. Mm-hmm. So we have been really, you know, pouring into that connection. Right. I think both of us, yeah, you know, we really have. like really telling her about our journeys and all this stuff. She's really excited to watch us go through it. And we had a conversation when I was in Florida and I said, you know, she said, you never realize what people in your life are part of your journey or why. And I said, yeah, because, you know, she said, you never know if you're the student or the teacher. Right. And I said, well, yeah, and you know, like my my previous relationship, I was the teacher. You know, I was always having to teach, teach, teach. And she just said, well, hang on a minute. And she said, he taught you a lot. Like he was in your, although you felt a little bit dragged down and like you were constantly having to pull him up. She said, imagine the grounding and what he offered to you in that relationship. And I'm like, wow. I was the one who left that relationship, but I learned so much. I learned patience. I learned how to care for others. I learned how to let go of my selfish behaviors, which I had had my whole life. So another part of your self-love journey is also honoring other relationships that you've had. Mm -hmm. Like it may be in your past, but to recognize that maybe you've taught them a few things, but in turn, they have given you gifts as well, is a really powerful part of your self-love journey, especially in relationships you don't think have gone, you know, extremely well. Yeah. Um, it's really important to think of the growth that it showed you, even if it was something extremely painful. Yeah. I want to add on to that because I want you to. I, I love that idea and also I want to take it one step further by saying that when we are in situations that we feel do not serve us or when we see relationships yeah. that don't serve us or somebody says something to us that we're like ugh ugh I don't like that that doesn't feel good right 
Like, for example, we had somebody recently say to us, I hate people, right? Somebody close to us had, mm-hmm. had, a, had an experience where they said, I hate people, and they were very adamant about it. It rattled me. It yeah. really, really rattled me. And it took me a minute to, to understand why. And in reflection, I know that it's because it, that experience, hearing that and responding to that and having that conversation gave me the tools and gave me the language to say what what my experience is. It gives you the opportunity to respond and to reflect. So when we see yes. when we see something that doesn't serve us like your relationship, mm-hmm. your former relationship or that person who said this to us, it's like, wait a second, no, I actually really love people. I didn't know that before. Like, I Mm -hmm. wouldn't have voiced it so passionately. But when we see something that's like, oh, that doesn't feel right. Like, a relationship. It's like, okay, what was it about that, for me, that didn't feel right? And it's like, lesson after lesson after lesson. And so, any time, even if it's something that we're averse to, or any time that it's something that, like, we feel no longer serves us, not only is it our self-love journey, and I think, you know, self-love is a beautiful word, and it's something that we use regularly, but it's more than self-love. It's personal power. It brings your power, it gives you your power to be able to say, that doesn't suit me, and this does. Okay, what's this? Yeah. Cool, now I'm rallying behind that. And it's the same thing in relationships or friendships that may have ended or that we see are crumbling or you're wanting to judge the person. Yeah. Instead of that, like, who the fuck am I to say I'm a teacher or I'm better, right? Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. like the way my relationship is is better. Yeah, the way my, no. Okay, what can I learn? What can I take away? How yeah. can I refine my message? How can I reach people? Yeah. So that to me is so important is like when we're thinking about life in it, of course, I, I mean, I literally was a teacher, right? Yeah. So the word teacher, I'm not harping on. I'm yes. just saying that when you think you have something that other people don't have or you think the way you're living is better, I honestly want to caution you and just say, who the Fuck who are the you? fuck are you? Yeah, who the fuck am I, right? Yeah. To say that. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. Yep. I think that really resonated with me because um, this weekend I saw other relationships and mm-hmm. I have a relationship that is is perfect for me. Yep. I have something in my life that's extremely special mm-hmm. and people know it. Yeah. To see people in other relationships that love differently, Mm -hmm. but still love how they need, it can sometimes make you question, like, do they even love each other? Are they in love? Are they in love? Right. Are, you know, is this relationship good for them? Like, do they even know what it feels like to have, like, deep, you know? Yeah. And then we just had experiences where you kind of talk with the people and it's just like, wait a minute. Who am I to say my love is better, mm-hmm. you know, or supreme to other people? Just because we feel this way and have this specific type of love does not mean that will work for everyone. And it doesn't mean everybody else should be. It, you are not the uh, authority on love. Yeah. Right? Like, uh-huh. it's so cool to, it's like, of course you would hope that other people can feel what they feel in your heart because you know it feels so good. Yeah. So it's like, it comes from a place of like, 
oh, I just want everybody to be just as happy as me. Yeah. It's the same reason that religion, it, it can spread so far and wide, these organized religions. It's like, it's I like, you to feel this. I want you to feel yeah. the power of God and the power of Jesus and like the holy, you know, whatever. And so um, we get lost on that, I think, sometimes. Yeah. And forget that like the reason that love is there or the reason that religion is there is typically from a foundation of like a really cool and rooted place. Yeah. But it gets confusing when you say like, this is the right kind of thing. Yeah. This is the right this way This is the for right you. way. Like, yeah. And I would, I encourage people, do I think psychedelics are extremely important? Yes, I do. Yeah. Would I, would my journey ha- have been where it is right now without them? No. no. I really don't think so. Yeah. Am I going to say it's for everybody? No. Because I don't know that for you. Yeah. Right? That's exactly so, right. Even with you, I didn't say you have to do Bufo this trip. No, you said if it calls you, you can do it. You can do it. And that's exactly... So... Yeah. Hmm. I I do honor that opinion. And sometimes, though, it really does take someone to tell you, like, get out of your comfort zone and kind of do this. Mm. And only... I, I can feel that because I do have such strong anxiety. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes if people wouldn't say, come on, we should try this. Mm -hmm. Um, Now I'm more, I'm at a point in my life now where I know what will resonate with me. But like even doing a psychedelic for my first time, you know, on a camping trip, it was kind of like, we can do this. We're going to be safe. It's Mm -hmm. okay. Like Mm -hmm. we'll do this together. That was the push I needed to just say, okay, I can do this. Or like even with this trip for me, you know, it doesn't have to be something like psychedelics, but just like being like, come on, why not? Why wouldn't you do this? With someone with anxiety who I can pretty much talk myself out of anything, mm-hmm. sometimes I do need someone to just say, why wouldn't you do this? You, you need to do it. So right. I understand honoring everybody's different spaces, but also giving a boost to to some friends. Yeah. I, I like that. Yeah, so... It, well, and that's a really cool segue for me to just talk about what I feel like the difference between a teacher is and somebody who's a guide or a support system. Yes. Because I wouldn't be able to do what I did if I never pushed people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a coach. Mm-hmm. That means I take people or, like, support people on a journey from, like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. And I'm like, oh, the fuck, yes, you can. Like, yeah. you absolutely can. Like, and I'm, I mean that. Yeah. I'm passionate about that. You know? Oh, I know. Oh, no, no. You can't. You, know, you need no. to. You're this no. is your right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It's to live. The yeah. life you want to live. Like, yeah. that is how I feel. Yeah. And so, yes, absolutely. I'm not saying don't elevate, don't rise, don't, like, yes. you know, gather uh, passion and all of those uh-huh. things. I'm saying even when somebody's saying that to you, like, we can do this, you'll be safe. That's a very different thing than saying, this this worked for me and so I know it's going to work for you. Yeah, You know, do, this yes. is the right way to do it. No, yeah. there, there's a big difference between that kind of, like, dogmatic downward, I know the truth and I'm going to show it to you or you mm-hmm. can pay me to show you the truth. There's yeah. a very big difference between that and I've got you, you're safe, let's do this. That is such a good point. You know? That, yes. So beautifully yeah. said. <laughs> and that literally happened to us on this journey, this trip, <laughs> yeah. with our 
British lovers. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we didn't even talk about them. I had sex this week. Yay! I had really hot sex <laughs> with our oh. Welsh. Yeah, with the Welsh music. I did not have sex. <laughs> I made two beautiful friends. Yes. And these men. And I cannot wait to see our Welsh boys. I know. I can't wait for Michael to meet them. Oh. It's like, it's just one of those bonds. It was so good. I met them immediately, and it's, like, no pressure. Yeah. No expectation of what it's going to be. They're just the most wholesome, wonderful people. They were here to explore themselves. We are here on a self-love journey. You met them first. I got the chance to meet them. But one of them is having a struggle with their job. Yes. And we were all eating dinner, and (laughs) I was telling him, I'm like, I just went through this. And I'm like, you're older than me. You're also the founder. I was like base level engineer. (laughs) So I understand that it's different. And I'm like, but, you know, you have to think about yourself. You have to think think about, I I was kind of just giving guidance of what I had felt and not saying like, you should do this, but just saying like, you know, this is what happened when I knew I had to quit, this was burning in my heart. So if you resonate with something like that, I would just think about your options, mm-hmm. you know, because it, it it will set you free to follow your intuition. Essentially, it was what I said. <laughs> and Lauren's sitting in a little ball with her legs crisscrossed apple sauce, and she just goes, and also, you don't have a fucking choice. You know, she's like, <laughs> you have to live your life, you know, and I was kind of like, God damn it, this is why she's a coach. It's like you were saying it. To me, if you were saying that to me, it's like, holy shit, it does feel like you do not have a choice. And that is what separates a great coach from someone who's just like, you're a typical person in society giving advice. Okay, but it's also a muscle I've had to exercise, right? Like, I've been in the you should before. And what I said to him was just, you don't have a fucking choice because your body is begging you to do something you already know. Yeah. You already already know know. what it is. So lean into that. Because you could die tomorrow. That's what I was saying. You can die tomorrow. So if you do, what are your future kids going to be so sad? Are going to be so sad that you don't enjoy Like, you don't enjoy your days. You don't have a choice. I know. Do you don't have a choice. Yeah. You said this. You ended up saying the same thing to me, which pushed me to quit. You and Michael. Well. You could die tomorrow. What are you going to do? I, I just feel like we don't have a choice. Because any time that we are not living in our truth, any time, and let's talk about truth in a minute too, but yes. any time that we're not living in accordance with that burning desire in our heart, it's a disservice not only to every cell in your body, but it's a disservice to all of mankind. It is, it is a disservice to the world. Because 100%. We, we, and this is also a privileged perspective, and I understand that. Like, yeah. I'm saying this, I'm single, I'm white, I'm cis, I'm like all yeah. of these things where it's like, yeah, live in your truth, cool. My truth, people like my truth, right? I like, know. Or I might make people uncomfortable, but I'm not afraid for my safety at this yeah. point. Always so great to recognize. It's just important to yeah. recognize. So I'm saying this from a perspective of if you have the privilege to live in your truth, and you are not, how dare you? That's how I feel. Like, fuck. I know. Get, you have the right. It feels so sad. And listen, circumstances change. Yeah. Things make it harder to right. follow your happiness, your passion. But that does not make it impossible. Right. And that's what I was, I've been talking about, you know, with parents and family members is like, are you older? Sure. Is it impossible? No. What no. are you going to do? You're just going to be miserable because you're older? For the next 50 years? Like, what if like, you live you till you're 100? You're 50. What if you live till you're 100? You have half of your life. Yeah. 
and for me, it's not even like you could live this long. It's like, it's the opposite. You could die tomorrow. Like, right. are you just never going to make a change because it's hard? Because that sounds so stupid. That's so, <laughs> that is so stupid. Yeah, because the, the <laughs> okay, I'm going to say something that's very metaphoric. I don't even know if that's the correct term. And it was so beautiful for me to see this. Okay. I was in dad's garden mm-hmm. and I was walking around looking at the flowers and there was this bush of the most beautiful flowers I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> I go over to the bush with the most beautiful flowers I've ever seen and I'm seeing them budding, right? Like the flowers that are becoming flowers. Mm-hmm. And they were all mangled up and like twisted and kind of just fucked up like some of them were kind of black some of them were green Uh they were just mangled and they looked like they were in pain like I wanted to comfort them and help them and untie them and then I had this moment where I'm thinking my god to live the most beautiful life you can live to be the most beautiful the highest version of yourself it can be really hard and really painful and feel really confusing and mangled and dark and light it can feel like all of that Mm. and at the end of it, you get that beautiful flower. You get the reward. Because when you put that hard work in, when you put the grit toward your self-love, toward your truth, toward living in your purpose, toward offering something to people and being in service to others and in support to others, not from a place of ego, but from a place of, because I cannot not help, I cannot not be of service, that to me is life. That is beautiful. Holy shit. That makes me want to cry. I'm so fucking honored to be your sister. I literally can't even believe you're my sister. Everybody? I mean, God. We have our intro clip. I don't even know if we need the rest of the fucking podcast. Should we end it there for good? to our self-love journeys. I mean, it's, it will never be what you expect. You never thought you'd be here. No. Giving this advice to the world. You are giving now to the world what, what you've worked on for five years. Mm-hmm. What I've worked on for, I think, lifetimes. Lifetimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something has, something, something, it's always been inside of you. Something has, but here it is. Something's alive. Yeah. She's here. She's here. So it is, I don't know exactly what just happened, <laughs> but I think it's important <laughs> for our audience to be to be here with us because yeah. this is us. 
this is us. This is our truth. This is the sexton. This is all that is. And yes, could I talk about the, the fun sex that I had this weekend and how I felt super connected and great making out and yeah. squirting it? Yes, of course. And I will yeah. at some point. We will. But right when now, right. right now, I this is my lane and it's your lane and it's it's it is here we are. We're working through stuff that will resonate. I feel. With many, many, many others. And you know what? We could talk about sex positions. We could talk about stuff that will also resonate with others. And I can't wait to do that when the timing is right. Oh, me either. I mean, I can't can't wait wait. to do that. It's a huge part of our life as well. But right now, let's get fucking weird and (laughs) just learn about ourselves like we never thought before. No, we never thought before. Yeah. That's what we're here to do. I love you. I love you. Episode three, motherfuckers. <laughs> Wolfpack, there is not anything left to say for episode three. Thank you to my sister for sharing her gifts with the world. I am so honored to help facilitate and ask the questions to her that can help her be a, a worldwide sensation. It's truly how I feel. It's how I feel. You're, it is, it is more powerful than, than I've ever known. I am so honored to have had this conversation and have this recorded for all of our wolf pack. I know this, this one hits, hits home. This is an A fucking plus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much to our listeners. Like, subscribe, comment, everything. Like us on Instagram, everything, blah, blah, blah. We love you so much. Welcome to episode three. We will see you next week for episode four. We love you. We love you. you. Ow, ow, ow.